the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, live on this Thursday. I hope it finds you well out there. The day after the Federal Reserve announced they were leaving rates unchanged, uh, but we'll break it all down for you. Our toll-free number, 800 9510592 the physical delivery of wealth insurance gold and silver it is what we do allamericangold.com is the website and Jason we got a ton of data to talk about the jobless claims existing home sales prices the 10 year note uh, a new high going back to 2007 the two-year note, I don't mean to laugh about it, the highest going back to 2006. Uh, by the way, 05 was the peak on a 10-year note. We're now about uh, 50, 60 basis points away from taking that out to where interest rates would be the highest this millennial. Uh, but the Federal Reserve, the sell-off that we you know we were shocked yesterday, we're, I was on the air going, man, I that's not not normal. Right? Gold's up, silver's up, Fed's having a meeting, and this is uh, supposed to be all about dollar strength. It happened uh, after the fact when not not that anyone was surprised they didn't raise rates. It all had to do, and it was weird. It really was. It was a very long press conference, uh, much longer than usual. You know, usually he's on 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, this thing was much longer than that. And again, there was a lot of, uh, uh, put it this way, there was a lot of mansplaining going on from the Federal Reserve because they talked about uh, this inflation, that inflation, but, uh, you know, we like core inflation coming down. And uh, the dot plot, which maybe, you know, it's so funny is they're so bad at projecting everything. Why would we care what they project? You should almost do the opposite. Like if you could create a fund, like that the, the, the guys that created the Jim Kramer fund, hey, we're going to short every stock Kramer recommends on TV. right? If you did the opposite of what they were projecting at the Fed, you'd probably be right. But, Jason, essentially they're saying that interest rates, they, they may raise one more time. They may not. Well, it was kind of dovish in a sense. But it was all about 2024 and their little dot plot and whatever. Uh, but they had it to where the Fed's funds rate, which is near 5.5 right now, would remain above 5% all of 2024. Uh, and they didn't like that. They, right? They, they wanted to see the Fed cutting rates. Uh, but it doesn't seem likely. But that was kind of, I guess, the big news of the day was, hey, not that they paused, that 
And not that they said, hey, we're going to be very data dependent on whether we hike another time, but a lot of people think they'll hike one more time. Uh, no indication that they'll hike more than that. But then again, Jason, no indication that they're going to be cutting rates either. Yeah, you know, they should they should have a Jim Cramer, uh, uh, you know, like, like the S&P 500. They should have the Jim Cramer. You know, based off his buys and sell, uh, and then the lower it goes, the, the the more you should buy into the stuff he says don't buy, and the, <laughs> and the more that he says to buy, the more you should sell off. There, there should be some sort of an indication because I think that that information would be pretty valuable. Because I've I've I heard, I heard somebody talking about how they specifically were doing the opposite of him and did really really well, and I, uh, I did no joke. It's it's almost like it's a, he's a he's a plant. You know what I mean, Joe? It's, I don't, I don't, well, I don't listen to those there guys. Is, there is now uh, somebody created a fund. That, that's what they do. They just do the opposite of Kramer. Jim Kramer. Uh, and uh, they've done pretty well. So, you know, and I think you can do that here. But it was uh, very interesting because Jay Powell really was trying to have have it both ways. You know, the, the, the yeah. I, here's what they're hoping for. I'll be honest with you. Here's what they're hoping for. They hope that rent stops going up that's what they're hoping for if we just get the rents to stop going up then we can have core inflation stay low and maybe we won't have to raise rates uh, any higher unfortunately today existing home sales it, it, this number you know what we'll I want to get into it after the break it's getting really hard here we're, we're seeing numbers out of housing that quite honestly we haven't seen in decades. In some cases, we haven't seen at all. Uh, and yet, prices continue to elevate. It's one of those great mysteries. Uh, not a lot of inventory out there. Rates sky. By the way, the 10-year note, new, new highs, recent highs, anyway, almost a four and a half. Uh, so I wonder how many more uh, canceled contracts we're going to see uh, because of this, uh, because interest rates, again, are going to be moving higher. Credit card rates are going to be moving higher. Auto rates are going to be moving higher, uh, Jason. So this is one of those things where it really is interesting because housing is, is so soft, so slow, but yet prices aren't down. And at the same time, the Fed is praying that rents go down so that they can somehow be able to say inflation isn't that bad. Because obviously shelter, it takes up the biggest piece of, of the CPI number. Yeah, and we'll see if, if they get what they want because, you know, energy's going up and food's going up and wages are going up because of the strikes. How uh, Everybody needs more money. How how are they going to get the rents down? Those landlords are going to need more money. When we get back, not only are we going to talk housing, huge news out of Russia that's going to matter at the pump, and you're not going to like it. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, on this Thursday. Man, this the, unfortunately, the news yesterday, uh, and, and really, not surprised. I'm not surprised 
how can they be lowering rates with inflation as hot as it is and everybody's on strike or wanting to strike and wanting more money? Uh, we got a government shutdown that could be a couple of weeks away. I mean, there's all kinds of things out there. But I guess it was a surprise to Wall Street because banks are going to be under pressure. It's just that simple. Today's news on interest rates is not good. Uh, Jeff Gunlatch, he's on allamericangold.com this morning talking about debt and how much more is going to be added to the national debt here. This is, this picture is getting ugly. It really, it is. And I know, well, you know what, Wall Street, it's still at 34,000. So, so it's okay. No, it really, really isn't. Uh, but a quick look in here. The Dow's down another 200 plus points. It was down, finished down yesterday, uh, about 250 points. The S&P's down 50. The Nasdaq's down 170. Depending on where you look, I- I'm going to tell you gold's down uh, $28. But if you look on our website in London, gold's only down like 15 bucks. Uh, it, it essentially, gold's really where it was on Monday. How, how's that? It took took away the last couple of days' gains uh, on on the news, but really a good performance for gold. Silver even better, even though I'll, I'll tell you, silver's down 20 cents. Silver 23.40, hanging in there very strongly today. The 10-year note 448. The Japanese yen, I'm going to bring it up here, now at three-quarters of a percent. I'll tell you why that's important in a minute. Crude oil, man, they got it down to like $88, you know, because the dollar got strong. Right now, rocketing back up, back above 90 on its way to 91. Uh, Unleaded gas and diesel are higher. We'll share with you why that is in a minute. And then... Uh, the other thing on the currency side, we're watching that Japanese yen around 148, uh, getting ready to break that 150, another troublesome sign. But if you're like, man, you know what, this just doesn't smell good. This doesn't feel good. I'm waiting for that proverbial other shoe to drop. Check out our friends at Y-Refi, up to 10.25% returns. It's fixed. It's not correlated to the stock market. Y-Refi did not care about what Jay Powell said. They didn't care about how long he said it either. They don't care. You don't have to worry. Take a part of your portfolio. You don't put all of it in it, but you take a part of your portfolio and say, hey, you know what, this part of my portfolio, I'm not going to worry. I know... I'm going to make money every single month. I know it. And up to 10.25% return. Check them out. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. As you guys know, you got to have at least $50,000. You could use an existing IRA. Some of you can even use a 401K. And oh, by the way, it is kind of nice because it, it's actually something you can feel good about. Uh, the, the stressed student loan market, 888-Y-REFI-24. So now, we got Philly Fed today. Bad. Really bad. Negative. Okay. It's not a big deal. Throw that out. Jobless claims. 
I didn't know what to do here. But this week, it appeared to me anyway that all of this nonsense, fraud in this state and extended benefits in that state and left pocket, right pocket stuff was gone. Jobless claims near 200,000. So again, not what the Fed wants to see. They want to see a much higher number. It didn't happen this week. Throw that out. Existing home sales. This is not a good number. Down another seven-tenths of a percent in August. This was the worst, the second worst summer selling season in history since they've been keeping data for existing home sales. So this is obviously things are getting ugly. And, and think about today. Right? We, we've got a 10-year note up a couple more basis points. Right? This is going to make... A lot of people, again, we know how many 60,000 people backed out of, of contracts uh, last month. Jason, I, I'm sure we're going to get a similar number this month. Uh, sales are down, man. I know they're down 15-plus percent year over year. I wonder how much they're down for the last two years. I wonder, I mean, we're probably talking a number in the 30 40% range uh, over the last two years. Inventories remained incredibly low. There's only 1.1 million units for sale right now. That was down another percent. Prices. Now, this is going to be the median price. So this is going to be the lower price. And why do I say that? Because average, yeah, listen, uh, here's a great example. Chris Paul, NBA basketball player, uh, got traded from the Suns over the summer. He just sold his house. He had a house here in Phoenix. He just sold it for $8 million. Well, let's just say that that was the highest sale in the country. It wasn't, but let's just say it was. They would offset that with the lowest sale instead of doing the average. So this, the median numbers, the lower of the two numbers, it rose again 4% to 407000 is now the median price for uh, a home sold in August. And by the way, that is the highest price ever. For the month of August, Jason. So it is really weird when you're talking about the worst, second worst sales summer ever, and yet somehow housing, the median housing price at the highest level ever. Does higher rates affect people's mentality when it comes to home prices? I mean, now that we have these higher rates and higher payments going on, does that just make people, does that put them in sort of a, hey, houses are just worth more now? Is there, is there a mentality that we haven't really hit because we've had such low rates for decades, and now here's the rates higher, no. and the prices, of course, are higher in 20 years. Is there a mentality going into this that maybe that the Fed can't control, which is, oh, well, if the rates are this high, my payments are this high, the house has got to be worth way more. I mean, is, is there like a reverse psychology that's working against the system? You know what I think? This is what I think. The people that have to move. And they're so used to, listen, here's the, I'll, I'll just use Phoenix as the example. Okay, well, just rent. 
right? Right, you know, because gosh, look at what you're gonna pay, and everything's expensive. Just renting's no cheaper. It's no cheaper than buying the house because the rents are a fortune. So I think for the people that have to move. They're, they're saying this, I might as well buy now because I think rates rates just keep going higher. Right? It's going to get even more expensive, and there's so little inventory out there that people are getting, still getting better prices. And, and the realities are, I think the biggest well, problem in, in housing is, I think we've got like a, what I'll call the 90% market. 90% of people that already own a home can't afford to move because, dude, I got an interest, I got a 4% mortgage. I'm not moving. No way am I moving. Then you have 90% of the people out there that say, I can't even qualify to buy a house, right? I, forget about buying it. I can't qualify. It's way too expensive. And so now there's such a small market left. For those people that, you know, and again, like I said, and I think this is pretty true in most places, renting's no cheaper than buying. Either way, you're paying a fortune, and, and it just seems like this is keeping these home prices. They're not, it doesn't look like they're going anywhere, James. Matter of fact, according to the well, data, it's still going up. I wonder also, since uh, the only people that really want to get a new mortgage, that really want to get a new mortgage besides first-time buyers, are one people that have to move. I mean, your job moves, you have to move. Now you lose that low interest mortgage. Yep. Uh, I, I wonder, Joe, if the prices are staying higher because, well, if I'm going to sell this house, I'm going to wait until I get what I want to get. Which, and I bet there's a lot of home home sellers are like, you know, hey, I'll just sit on this thing as long as I have to because if I have to go into a higher rate with whatever I owe on this place, I'm going to get all my equity into this other place, and and, and forcing these sales to be higher. If you in in Phoenix and, and again I'm just you know this is just where I live. Either your house sells right away, or it sits, and you're right. They, they get to this point where I'll, I'll give you a great example: the house right next to me, right next. Nobody's lived in it for going on eight months, and these people. They, they dropped their, their price a little bit. They have not dropped the price since, like, January. They haven't touched the price, and it's just sitting there, empty. But when you look at the houses that sold all around me, it's priced right, right? It's priced right. But guess what? This house has no backyard, right? The backyard is just dirt, Right, uh, you know, people want the pool and the hot dog. Well, that's a hundred thousand uh, dollars easy on a backyard, and and you know what, the 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 inside, the cabinets need to be redone. You know, there's work that needs to be done, and everyone's like, well, screw it, I don't want to pay that price and have to put on. But some eventually somebody is probably going to scoop it up because they're like, oh my gosh, it's just getting more expensive. I'm going to buy this one. Well, and, and if people are holding on to their houses until they get the price they have to get, which will then put more pressure on the lower inventory. It makes me wonder if, if the low inventory actually is going to stay, even if we get to like a, a more reasonable inventory level, I wonder if that's still going to be considered low under the circumstances of higher rates that people need to get their money when they move. So 
low inventory might be considered severely low inventory. They may, we might have to have higher inventory just to get things to stop having higher prices, Joe. Just to have normal inventory right now, the amount of homes for sale would need to double. I don't see that happening. I don't. I mean, the only way that happens is 10 million people got to lose their jobs. And then before, well, got even even at a 4% more, I can't afford the mortgage. I'm not working. I've got to sell my home. I, that's the only way I see this changing. I don't see it going anywhere. Right? And there's just not enough people that, quote, unquote, have to move. So uh, housing yep. is an absolute mess. Uh, this, and again, this number probably did not make the Federal Reserve happy uh, because despite the worst, I mean, we're talking, we're not even selling. Now, they say 4.04 million. But we know with housing cancellations, we're not even selling 4 million homes. I mean, this is going back, you know, 90s, 80s level housing market. I mean, this is this really is unprecedented when we see uh, how little volume there is. And then this one, this was, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, gas prices here. Even the cheap stations now are five bucks. The, the expensive stations have gone over five. Russia this morning announced that effective. Well, let me. I want to. want to make sure. Yeah, I think it's effective immediately. That restrictions that Russia now says that it will no longer export diesel in a bid to stabilize supplies, Jason, another big blow to the energy market here. We'll talk more about that when we return. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot News Hour here on this Thursday. Uh, like I said, uh, depending on where you look, Kiko's got gold down 10, I'll say it's on 27. Uh, Kinko's got silver up. I'll tell you it's down 20 cents, but uh, both of them really uh, in in light of the hawkish pause, I guess is the term, uh, fairly well. A good opportunity, though, uh, to buy on a dip here. I've got a very small amount of $20 gold pieces, 40 20s at 19 75 today 1975 you know when you're when you're looking at that you're you're really uh 2215 is the price today so you're saving what 30 35 40 dollars a coin here 2175 if i said 1975 2175 on $20 liberties today at 800 951 Zero five nine two supplies are limited. Uh, I will say this right now: the wholesalers are telling me that there is not a you know say not a lot of inventory out there. The selling that we saw over the summer seems to have stopped, and it's going back the other way here. Uh, so a little, I don't say, but I am a little disappointed. I was hoping that we would have a lot more available. Uh, but we got uh, 40 $20 gold pieces, twenty-one seventy-five, saving uh, $40 a coin today at 
951 uh, So Russia, who exports about a hundred thousand tons of diesel a month, announced this morning that they have instituted a temporary ban on all diesel exports in an attempt to stabilize domestic supplies and obviously right want to drive down prices at home. They also issued a ban on gasoline supplies. Uh, now they don't export a ton of gas, you know the, the you know maybe 10,000, 15,000 tons a month, but uh, all of those are banned. There is no end date to this. Uh, crack spreads have exploded on the diesel market. Uh, what does that mean? That means, hey, even though oil's only at $90, $91, uh, right now crack spreads on diesel, you're adding like $37 a barrel, Jason. Uh, I haven't seen crack spreads this this big uh, in, in quite some time. This, this is probably going back to the start of the war with Russia in Ukraine. Uh, this is just, again, energy prices are going to get a lot more expensive everywhere. This affects, you know, I guess if there's good news, this affects Europe more than it affects us. But the bottom line now is, Here's what's going to happen. Our, our domestic guys, they're like, wait a minute, we can sell, we can make more money selling it to Europe now. Why don't we just do that? We're going to sell to Europe. It's going to drive up prices everywhere. Yeah, Joe, just, we just keep talking about how, you know, commodities and food and everything just seems to be just harder to get, less supply, more, more, uh, strain or, or, or problems with whatever we're talking about, just, you know, the, the, the scarcity that's continuing to happen, which it just seems to me, Joe, that there's, they, I think the whole economic world system is ready for this big recession slash depression that we're headed for. And I, I just don't, you know, I don't think these producers want to go down to a dollar a gallon gas. So let's just squeeze it off now. It's going to crash. And then when the, when the, when the prices start crashing because nobody can afford anything, uh, we'll still get 250 a gallon, right, Joe? It's like you know, the guys that run these industries, they don't want to work harder than they have to. You know, they they could work harder, get the prices down, help the entire world out, but no, you got to keep that profit at a certain level, right, Joe? So I mean, that's that's really it, supply and demand. And I think they're they're constricting supply so that when the demand falls, they can still get a good price. Uh, I'm gonna say this: this one hurts a little more. This one hurts a little more because unlike crude oil, right, we we know we could go drill more. Right? If we incentivized the oil companies, we could drill more oil. When it comes to refining, that's not how refining works. Right? They're, they're, to, to add refining capabilities you're talking years, and especially here in the U.S., it's it's almost impossible. I know, uh, I think South Dakota, we added, like, I don't know, a really small amount of refining uh, capacity, and it took forever to do that. This one hurts a lot more because it's not like 
somebody else has a refinery, a diesel refinery, that, oh, hey, you know what, we've got extra capacity. We'll, we'll, we'll make up the difference from Russia. There's no making up this difference. So this one actually hurts more than it would if it had been, hey, we're going to cut another 500 million barrels of crude oil. Uh, this one definitely is going to hurt. The, the thing that bothered me, no end date. In other words, hey, and, and also not only no end date, they said it starts today. They announced it today and said it starts today. Uh, and, and, Jason, both of those are, are concerning because I don't know where any extra supply comes from. Well, like you said, it could come from all over the planet, but right now nobody's going to do so. So you're right. Where's the extra supply going to come? There's not supposed to be extra supply. There's supposed to be less supply. That's. I think it's, this is intentional, Joe. This is. Inten I think it's intentional. I, I, I absolutely think it is. I, I just. What, what is 2024 and 2025 really going to look like when we get there, Joe? You know, I, I'm having a hard time here. I mean, I uh, just saw a headline on Market Watch. They're expecting mortgage rates to to go over eight uh, percent. And again. Yeah. You know, 20, 25 years ago, that would have been no big deal. Today, that, that it, it's unheard of. It's, it's unheard of. Uh, and I'm thinking about the UAW tomorrow says they're going to be adding to the strike. I, I don't know. I mean, car payments. I don't even know how much car payments just jumped up today on, on the fact that yields shot higher again today. And, and I, I just don't know. I don't know where all of this is going to come from, uh, Joe. It's 8 hard to see. Eight percent mortgage on a hundred thousand dollar house isn't nearly as painful as eight percent on a five hundred thousand dollar house. That's what it really comes down to. That's the, that's the debt. That's the that's that's what the debt does to the monetary system. It's it's crushing people, Joe. So yeah, I mean, eight percent sucks. I guess if you want four, but if you're looking at twelve or sixteen percent, eight percent looks great. So the percentage is all perspective. But five hundred thousand eight percent is a lot worse than five, you know, five percent on a hundred thousand dollar house show. Listen, rates get uh, rates get too much uglier from here. We can absolutely see three trillion dollars in debt next year. Absolutely, it is within the realm of possibilities, uh, and that's just hard to get your arms around. Take the radio news hour. We'll be back after. 800 $20 Liberty's big sale here, twenty one seventy five. dollars We just don't have very many left here. We didn't have a lot to start with. Uh, the wholesalers are telling me today uh, that inventory levels have fallen and fallen pretty dramatically uh, over the last three to four weeks. Uh, we were talking, remember, it wasn't that long ago, Jason, I were talking about, man, there's been a lot of selling, a lot of selling, not, not nearly as much. If you need to sell, call us. We're buying uh, $800-951-0592, $20 Liberty Gold Pieces, $2,175 today. And, and Jason, it, it's, you know, we had... Uh, Garden restaurants, Olive Garden today, kind of in line, you know, in line with with the number. But their sales aren't keeping up. They're raising prices more than what their sales are climbing. And matter of fact, for the first time, take Olive Garden as an example. Olive Garden restaurants, hey, sales were up 
course, Oligarch is like, well, but we raised prices 10%, right? So, you know, we actually got less people coming in. But it was in the higher end. So uh, they own, like, Eddie V's and, and, and you know, uh, uh, Darden Restaurants own several high-end uh, eateries. Even though those prices were way up as well, sales were actually declining in the high-end places. These are places, you know, the uh, uh, fillets like sixty-five dollars. You know, uh, you know, higher-end uh, places. You're, you're going there, you and your wife uh, go to dinner there. You share a bottle of wine, have a meal, and you're expecting it to be, you know, four or five hundred dollars. Uh, sales actually were declining in those places and then the the like the Texas Roadhouse Olive Garden sales were up but not nearly as much as prices were so they said you know technically you know less not people up. are showing up right Jason I mean this is kind of yep. but but still you know on on the face not horrible though yeah, when there's inflation, it can kind of muddy the waters on how how things are going up sometimes, you know. Because if you know the, the prices, if, you, if you're selling a hundred steaks in a certain period of time, right, and and uh, the next the next day you only sold I don't know 95 steaks, but you made more money because you had risen the prices to keep up with inflation. You didn't really, you know, yes, yeah, you know, you had to adjust for inflation, so maybe you you caught the uh, the price ahead of it going up, but. If you're selling less steaks, you're selling less steak. That's that's what it sounds like is happening, Joe. Yeah, yeah, and and I hate to say, you know, I know this is today uh, interest rates. Talk of mortgages now going to eight percent. More problems for banks. This is more problem for business. Uh, you know, we know the commercial real estate market's very soft. We get that. We get that. And really, and and, and really soft in office. Right, the office high rise is kind of dead now. But starting here in the next ninety days and really accelerates for the next two years, all these corporations gotta refinance their debts. And I'm not I'm not talking about the good ones, which makes up a very, very small percentage of Wall Street, the real good ones. Apple raising money, big deal. Brookshire Hathaway, Microsoft, right? They, they've done it. They're smart. They, they, they saw this coming. They borrowed as much money as they could at these lower rates. I'm talking about the vast majority of the rest of them. This is really going to hurt now. Uh, it was already going to hurt, but now rates, you know, there's, you know, people are talking about, hey, the 10 year note's going to get to 5%. Uh, these corporations' ability to refinance is going to take, even if they can do it, obviously this is going to force more bankruptcies. That's a given. But let's just say, hey, okay, yeah, it's going to force more bankruptcies, but still, a lot of these companies, the majority of these companies are still going to be able to do it. They're going to be able to refinance. But the rate they pay is going to be double. It is going to crush Wall Street profits. Because this is, this is, this is adding incredible amount of expense 
with no offset. There's no offset for that. Right? The only offset is, well, gosh, you know what? We're Now we're paying because uh, we had to refinance. We're now paying uh, $50 million a month more in interest. Well, the only thing I can think of, Jason, is what we got to, the only way to save $50 million, what, layoffs? I mean, what, what can you do? Turn the lights off at night? I mean, right? Uh, hey, uh, can you guys work in the dark? I, I mean, I don't know. You can raise all your prices. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what inflation is. Just raise the prices. I mean, that's that's really what, what we're talking. We were just talking about, about pricing of properties. You know, if you're a landlord, you know, it, you, you cost averaging. If you have to refinance, prices go up. I mean, I, how do how do rents and mortgages go down, Joe, with higher interest rates and higher inflation? It's it's, uh, it's we've been talking about it. It seems like it's a broken record, but it, it's because it's a broken record, right? <laughs> it's broken. Right. It's broken. I think that's the big thing. It's broken. And I don't know how we fix it. Um, like I said, the jobless claims numbers today, they were great. I mean, I would call that a great report. 200,000. That's like normal. That's, that's below normal. That's below normal. Uh, it really, it really is leaving me scratching my head here because it just sounds like to me the the wishful thinking of lower rates is gone. I don't think they've accepted the reality that more higher rates are still to come. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up this Thursday. The remainder of our twenty dollar gold pieces at two thousand one hundred and seventy five dollars. So a good savings there. Uh, unfortunately, just not that many of them are left uh, as. Is again, I see why everyone's going to gold. It makes a lot of sense uh, because it does look like it's increasingly going to be more difficult uh, for Wall Street. Uh, they, they, you know, we can squeak out the rest of this year. Like I still think we could get a little bit of a rally if Jay Powell would say, "Okay, that's the end of rate hikes." Uh, but as we get to 2024, it's just not a good scenario. The amount of companies that need to refinance uh, and, and what it's going to cost, uh, whether that's a bankruptcy or, hey, we can still do it, but we've got to, to Jason's point, we got to raise prices, we got to lay people off. These are huge jumps. Let's just take a mortgage, a half a million dollar mortgage. Where the rates are today from where they were two years ago, you're talking about a payment that has almost doubled. Double the, the same, same, same loan, same amount. Hey, I'm going to borrow the same amount of money. But it's going to cost double. That's what these corporations are going to be up against. And it's the same house. <laughs> it's not like you're getting anything more for your money. You know, let's face it, sometimes when prices go up, uh, something extra is thrown in there. You get a little more in the bag or 
few more ounces in the bottle. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you're paying the double for the same thing. That's, that's what the problem with this whole thing is, Joe. That's what inflation does, and that's what all this money printing has done. You know, the 2020, you, know, you had the COVID emergency, and, and no matter what, anything has to do with any of that situation, 40% of all the money that's it's in circulation in America was put together and printed and shoved out in that year. So, uh, Joe, it's, it's, how do you not get inflation? Yeah, it it's 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 hard to 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 see what how this is going to work. And I think that's really the thing right now. Uh not a lot of clarity. The one thing that we know is the Fed uh would like to not raise rates anymore. Uh they they they've left open the possibility. Yeah, we we may have to do it one more time. Uh but the the bigger problem is it appears that they don't see a path where they can lower the rate, which is really going to be a, a, a big issue. That's going to be a problem, uh, like I said, with with what's going on with all the corporations that are going to need to refinance. Uh, on top of you know the you know commercial real estate, especially office, is is, is a wreck. And you got the, the housing data today. I, I don't see that changing. I really don't. I think prices stay high. I, I think inventories stay super low. And I think we're going to see sales in housing that really we haven't seen in decades. I mean, we're already there, right? We're, we're talking about sales volumes that are, you know, 80s and 90s type level. And and I think they're actually going to go even a little lower from here as well. So, and not to mention, man, energy is just not being our friend right now. 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we're coming right back with the half empty cup. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.